1: Welcome to Sometimes Weekly Sports and Stuff, presented by our good friends at Holiday Distillery, makers of 360 Vodka, Five Farms Irish Cream, Tequila Rose, and the brand new Ben Holiday Bottle and Bonded Bourbon, made right down the road in Western Missouri. Take a trip up there and see how they make real good Missouri bourbon. I'm BJ Kissel, joined by a special guest this week in Major League Baseball and MLB Network's Kiana Martin, who has had a phenomenal <laughs> journey. Uh, throughout her media career that has included stops both covering the nfl and obviously now in major league baseball uh, but it also included a stop in kansas city which is why her name and her face for those watching on youtube might be familiar We're going to talk about her career and much more today give this channel a little break from all the chief stuff that's been going on (laughs) kiana so it's been way too long it's so good to see you again how are things
2: Yeah, it's been far too long. And wait, what do you mean a break? That's that's what everybody wants to talk about, right? (laughs) Finally, baseball or football season's amongst us. And clearly, I'm still in baseball mode. But uh, it's it's an exciting time. But I've been really, really good. Um, Pretty stoked actually for season. I've been I've been so wrapped up in baseball that it it feels good to have football back.
1: How has it been for you? And for anybody who's listening, let's get let's give them a quick uh, a quick rundown, a quick catch up uh, throughout. Um, your media career that started, you know, back uh, on the other side of the country from where you're living now, uh, out in Los Angeles, can you just give everybody just kind of quick rundown of how you ended up where you are?
2: Oh, man, quick. Okay, let's try to make this quick. Well, originally (laughs) hailing from Los Angeles, and then um, actually kind of got my foot in the door, let's say one of the biggest opportunities was actually with the Kansas City Chiefs with as an intern reporter under this guy right here. Um, from there picked up and went to Denver and I was working for the Denver Nuggets as their in-house uh, reporter, also a producer. Um, left there and went to the Bay Area, worked for the San Francisco 49ers for five seasons. And uh, just this April, at the start of the season, switched over to MLB. And it's my first season with MLB Network. And that is the very, very condensed <laughs> story of my journey to where I'm at now.
1: <laughs> That's the very, very condensed because you've had an amazing journey. It's been amazing to watch. Um And see what you've been able to accomplish. And there's so many different parallels, and I don't say parallels, but there's so many interesting connections um, that the world becomes really, really small. And I used to talk to Matt McMullen, who most people listening to this know him as the Chiefs reporter uh, right (laughs) now. Excuse me, the senior Chiefs reporter right now. And (laughs) Matt got the original internship because he was working in, in baseball. He was working in major league baseball. I believe he was with, yeah. uh, he was down with the diamondbacks had an internship and you left in the middle of the season and we had to replace your position in the middle <laughs> of the season, being able to find yeah. that could only work seasonally for like you know, two months and then it's done. That was gonna be really unique to find somebody that fit that. And it's exactly what when we found Matt McMullen, uh exactly his situation. He's been doing phenomenal. You go off and oh, do yeah. phenomenal things. Go out to San Francisco and work for Rob Alberino, who had started mm-hmm. with the Chiefs, goes out to the 49ers and then comes back. And now he's back in Kansas City. So we know so many of the same people, but yeah, yeah it's been awesome to watch your journey and one of the things i want to do on this episode and i I know you probably get this a lot uh for people just, you know how do you break into this business how do you get to where you are and it's so unique nowadays where back when the old people like myself were in school it was you want to get into this journalism you started a small newspaper you started a a small market television station and you work your way up well with the internet and social media and all these things that it almost seems like people are creating their own ways much like we're doing with this network but absolutely uh, for you and and where you ended up what advice do you give to people that may be listening to this show who are out there who want to know how do I get myself in a position to do something like that
2: one of my favorite things that I tell people is that we all have access to this little thing right here (laughs) called a telephone and we can do so many things with that and I think especially with the way social media has kind of taken over our lives, we have the ability that if you have a voice, you have an interest, you have a passion, you have a gateway to spread whatever message it might be. Um, I remember, actually, BJ, I don't know if you remember this, but um, when I first started with the Chiefs, One of the things that you said that you were impressed by was that I started my own blog. And at the time, like, I didn't know really, like, what I was doing, but I knew I wanted to talk sports. So I started my own blog called Sidelines and Stilettos. And I would just talk about anything that had to do with sports. And that was just kind of me creating my own outlet. And, of course, it was a little janky. And now time has passed. And there's so many more great uh, resources and things to do. But um, just being able to, if there is not a lane open, being able to find your own lane. And uh, kind of create something like that. I think that is huge. And then my second piece of advice is, and it kind of goes right back to our relationship. Like, I think, BJ, I've talked to you at every stop along my career and multiple times throughout my career, but kind of building those relationships and maintaining those relationships have been so crucial. And, And even just when you're out like I know I'm a part of NABJ and being able to be out there and network and and meet people um that can go such a long way and I can say that's one of the reasons that brought me to where I am right now it's those relationships and um i think those are two main nuggets that i think for anyone that's listening that's like hey I'm this is something i'm interested in 1000% i think things to just kind of tuck in your back pocket and keep top of mind. Yeah.
1: I think it's great advice. And one of the things that you had said struck me and and I do remember the blog. And I also remember that you spent a lot of time covering high school sports in LA and you were like a (laughs) one woman shop. Like you literally drove out there, you got the camera set up, you did the stand-up, you did the interview, you went back, you edited it, you produced it, you did every part of that. And you didn't do it for a month. And then start looking around saying, okay, when am I going to get my break? You did it for a long time. And I think nowadays people kind of expect things to happen quickly because everything we get is quickly. You just mentioned your phone, you get your phone, you can find an answer to a question by hitting a button (laughs) and asking somebody a question and you get the answer to that question where I think uh, in sports media nowadays, even with the internet and all these new positions, nothing is going to happen super quickly for most people. And if you don't love the work, that yeah. goes into it and not the, the work of just seeing the people on camera and the fun stuff, the other stuff, that's about 90% of the job. It it'll, the job will spit you up and chew you out or chew you up and spit you out because of the amount of time that it takes to, to put into all of this and the grind that it is. I mean, you're yeah. sitting at work right now. We're recording this show really, really <laughs> yeah. late late at almost midnight <laughs> in Kansas city. Um, and you're still working right now in between breaks. Yeah. So, um, I, I love that advice. And one of the other things I remembered, uh, about you and, and covering, I want to get some stories uh, of your time at the chiefs and what you remember most fondly. Okay. Uh, cause it's a lot of, it's a big blur. All those years kind of run together. But um, I remember uh, asking you to do the, the stat, the snap counts, pro- the the snap counts project. Cause I was talking about this the other day cause it came up and I was like, uh, this poor girl, I made her oh, chart. Man. Sheet for people listening. So I created this Google, I think it wasn't even a Google sheet back then. I think it was an Excel doc uh, yep. because it was, before it, was. it was dated even more. Um, I had an inkling that after the 2015 draft class, once the season started, Uh, for the Chiefs. That was Marcus Peters, Mitch Morris, for Meek Wilson, D.J. Alexander, James O'Shaughnessy, Rakeem Nunez-Roches. Look at that
2: memory. That's fantastic. I'm missing
1: some. I just looked at it the other day. I'm (laughs) not trying to but I just looked at it the other day. Uh, But I had a feeling that John Dorsey, who was the GM GM at that time, he was getting more value, and I equated value to snaps played uh, out of his draft class than anyone else. And I think brett veach and what the chiefs did in this draft is going to be very similar and so i brought up like hey we gotta remember i gotta go back and create that sheet again and do that stuff that we had yeah. kind doing but every monday or tuesday you would get in there and you charted every single snap played by every yeah. drafted rookie for every team in the nfl by hand all to hope <laughs> at the end of it that it led to a stat that was interesting because if you would have done it and came back be like hey we finished 15th you're like ah, i'm sorry i made you do all that shows <laughs> sure a much easier way I to really do that, now, that but you you every time i asked you to do something you always said the same thing you said of course and you always yeah. had a smile on your face and you worked your tail off and look where you are now it's beautiful yeah
2: I, I, it's those it's the small things from whether it is doing those Tedious projects of like an Excel document to even covering, you know, high school badminton, you know, all of that was all played a part in, you know, just building just my knowledge, my understanding, um, and then also just the passion for what I do. It was never one of those easy situations where I walked in. It was like, all right, I'm here. Bring on the the title and the paycheck. It was never that by any means. Um, and and one thing that I always also emphasize is that I worked for free for, I think, about six plus years mm-hmm. just to get my foot in the door. And I think also that's something that a lot of people think that it's, it's everything's supposed to come instantaneously. Um, but I definitely uh, worked my way up. And it was a long road, but it, I wouldn't change a thing because if I didn't do some of these smaller gigs and these smaller opportunities, it would have never brought me to Kansas City. It wouldn't have brought me to Denver, to the Bay Area, yeah. to now in New York. So um, I'm grateful for those. And, and it, it certainly helps kind of build not just character, but experience and relationships.
1: All right, before I bring up the next question, which I know may sting just a little bit, it's been a few years, but I'll bring bring it up. But real quick, let's (laughs) take a word from our friends
0: at DraftKings. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data,
3: Hey, sorry to interrupt, but I need to tell you about our friends at DraftKings. The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is officially live in Kansas just in time for football season. That means betting legally on same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, and more anytime and anywhere across the Sunflower State. To celebrate, DraftKings is giving new Kansas customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on anything and get $200 in free bets instantly. Thursday night is almost here. Want more action for opening night kickoff? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up 7, you win. Bet on any pro football team of your choice, and if your team leads by 7 points at any point in the game, you get paid instantly even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KCSN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. That's code KCSN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet call 800-522-4700. Must be 21 years or older, physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility terms at draftkings.com/kansas on behalf of Boot Hill Resort and Casino. Now, let's get back to the show.
1: Now that we've heard from our friends at DraftKings, I need to bring up what your favorite memory, uh, of both with working in the NFL of both for the chiefs and then for the 49ers. And I'm going to throw this little st- dig in there. It was the greatest moment of my professional career with the chiefs, yeah. but the only thing that made it sting a little bit more was the fact that you and Rob and will, and some people that I knew were on the other sideline when the chiefs beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but I know that um, you get it. I don't know what to say (laughs) about that. I'm sorry, but what was looking, but in all seriousness, what was looking back at your time at the chiefs? What do you remember most fondly? What stories do you remember about that time that uh, some chiefs fans listening to this might be able to take something away from?
2: I think something that was really fun um, for me, at least, I think especially in the role that both you and I had one thing that Like when people ask, you know, how was it working for the team? I feel like for us, it was to show a little bit behind the helmet. You get to learn more about these players that you don't necessarily get to learn. I mean, it's different in baseball. You're not wearing, you know, all of these shields, all of these pads, the helmet and all of that. So you kind of can build a little bit more of a connection with your favorite player. But it's a little more difficult if you're not one of those big names. You're not the Patrick Mahomes of the world and so on and so forth. But I think for me, it was just learning about some of these guys that might not be those spotlight, those A-list players, and being able to tell their stories. Um, I'm. I remember also there was times where on Tuesdays, I think it was Tuesdays, is when we did community Tuesdays, Mm -hmm. and just being able to um, show some of these guys and like what they're doing in the community. Um, We did things where you know visiting children. We did things where we rebuilt gardens in certain areas and schools and things like that. I remember going to like a high school and some of the guys coming and talking to the students. It's those moments that were so much fun and you learn so much about those guys um, and just their passion to be there for I mean, it's not mandatory. You don't have to be there, but there's guys that every single week weekend and week out, they were there. And I think that was really, really cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, so probably getting to know a lot of the guys but like off the field. I think that yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Um, In San Francisco, one of my favorite moments, and it's pretty unfortunate, but it is um, winning that NFC championship game and going to the Super Bowl. Obviously, we wanted a different outcome, but uh, that experience, I mean, there's there's Hall of Famers who never got to go to a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? And it was an incredible experience just watching all of that hard work. You're there from, let's say, uh, free agency. And the draft, you're there during OTA's mini camp training camp and kind of watching this whole process. And then you're in the thick of the season. And it's so crazy that you don't really look up and pay attention to everything that's kind of occurred. But then it's like suddenly you're like, holy moly, uh, <laughs> we're, we're actually going. And, and that was just an incredible feeling. It was an incredible moment. Um, you know, you've been a part of clubs where you've seen those, what, two and 14 seasons and things like mm-hmm. that. And um, being a part of that the year prior, and then in just a matter of a season, you're on your way to the wow. Super Bowl. It was an incredible ride and it was so much fun. And I couldn't have been more proud of that team. Um, and we still enjoyed ourselves after the game. It was still a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
1: will say it, it's cool that we both got to experience what being a part of a Super Bowl week looks like from radio yeah. row to media night to all of those different things. Just what was, what was going on in Miami um, yeah. where, you know, people see the pictures of the beach and those things. And I take a picture of me oh, sitting yeah. in an Uber. I'm like, this is what it really was like was Just <laughs> riding Ubers back and forth trying to get content. Yeah. But um, I do want to ask about your, your transition to major league baseball and to covering yeah. uh, and moving to a completely different side of the country. Uh, what led to What led to that decision and what has that transition been like for you? Because, again, people that are listening to this, you might want to get involved um, or, you know, pursue this as a career, may make a similar jump. What advice would you give them and what's been the biggest challenge and the biggest reward for you uh, in doing that?
2: Yeah, well, I think one thing for me, and BJ, you're also aware of this. When I left um, L.A. to go to Kansas City, I knew nobody. I knew absolutely not a soul. I was going to the Midwest, a place I had never been. And I think that it it kind of tells the story just about my entire career, just kind of betting on myself. Um, And I don't like being complacent. Complacency drives me insane. And I always want to continuously challenge myself. Um, And this was a big challenge for me because you got to think for like, let's say the last eight years, I've been speaking one language, one language only and focusing on that. And now all of a sudden I'm forced to speak a completely different language and try to be fluent at it. So I'm not saying it was a perfect and a smooth transition, but it's been an incredible incredible ride so far i'm enjoying every moment of it um it's a new challenge um but it it, it's so much fun it's 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 so fast-paced i mean you think about football what do you have 17 weeks here we have 162 games like (laughs) every day it is something going on and it's different when you're focused on one team you know the ins and outs of every single person you can say the 53 man roster in your sleep. And then here you're like, Holy crap. It's a lot. (laughs) Um, but that's one of the, my favorite parts of what I'm doing here. And I'm here on the set right now. Quick pitch. I have my whole production team right here and we're (laughs) we're in this ride. It's 1am over here and and it's, it's just a blast. It's been so fun. Um, and then I forgot the other part of that question, but
1: (laughs) the most rewarding part of all of this for you.
2: Um, i think it's just kind of looking back at you know where i was day one you know mm-hmm. working for small networks or paying for my own flights to cover i used to cover cal berkeley games and i would fly from la to the bay area cover a game and fly back to la and all out of my own pocket just because this is what i love to do so then i think just kind of sitting back and sometimes i turn on the tv and i get to watch quick pitch or you know i do another show out here for msg network and turning that on and seeing that on it's like wow who would have thought i thought <laughs> And I think that's probably one of the most rewarding parts for me.
1: I love to hear you talk about this and to see the entire, just to be a witness uh, to everything that you've done. And I even, I talk about baseball and football that you had, you missed basketball in there when going and covering the yeah, nuggets for a little bit. Exactly. Uh, so you've really done a little bit of everything. Uh, how much, couple last questions, just how much are you looking forward to the football season and just being able to be a fan and not have to not only like cover it, know everything that you need to know about one particular team, but just being able to enjoy all of it and not really have to know anything about what's going on with football a whole lot.
2: I'll be honest. It sounds like a good deal, like kicking your feet back and getting to watch games on Sunday. But for me, I'm having severe FOMO, severe FOMO. Mm -hmm. It's been my life, eight years about. It's been my life. I'm despite the like, or I was a half a year I missed because of um, being in the NBA, but I miss it. I miss it a ton. I miss being on the sidelines. I miss game days. I miss the anxiety because I had severe anxiety. Any game day, I am a nervous wreck. I don't care what people's in Kansas city. It was in the Bay area. Um, but I miss it a lot, but I I'm looking forward to not having to be so invested in one team and one role. Um, I get to enjoy it as a fan. I get to see other games. I get to enjoy playing fantasy football for once because it's always stressful when you have to root <laughs> against your own team. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, it's going to be so different, and that's why you know, with week one right around the corner, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see how I'm going to handle it. I'm not quite sure yet, but it should be fun.
1: <laughs> All right. I- the only part that I get, there's different times that I get FOMO. It's not as much on game day anymore. Cause I get to watch at least some of the game before we head over. Yeah. We have a post game show at a bar out in here in Overland park. If you remember where that is during your short time oh, yeah. in Kansas city, um, oh, yeah. out in the Kansas burbs. But um, I know <laughs> that I've texted Matt a few different times where I felt it. it's not necessarily game day, but it's actually training camp. I loved training oh, camp at least for a little bit of time. Yeah. I loved going up there for like the first three or four days and then it was like, All right, I'm done. I'm <laughs> like now I want to go see That's my
2: thing. You, you're all in. And then after like the third or fourth day, you're like, all right, I'm over it. But I will tell you, I do not miss the late nights after a game and yeah. crud, like those deadlines and things like that, that I will be so glad. I don't have to worry about
1: anymore. <laughs> you guys did some phenomenal work. It was fun to see what you guys were doing, knowing Rob a little bit, knowing Will, when you guys oh, were yeah. there together, uh, that you guys did some phenomenal work when you were at the 49ers. Cause all the teams you kind of watch what other teams do. Cause you kind of have to play in the same box compared to beat riders and people that aren't working for a team. It's always a little bit different, but Kiana, thank you so much. It was great catching up with you. We got to find some more time to catch up uh, a little bit later and, and do this again sometime. I think it's week seven, the chiefs and Niners play against each other.
2: Yeah, and I'm indeed. not going to put you on the spot.
1: I'm not going to put you on the spot right now of who you're going to be rooting for. Cause one of those teams you spent significant time with and grew up not too far from, And it wasn't the team in Kansas City, Uh, but hopefully we'll chat again, let you get back to work. But thank you so much uh, for joining us here.
2: Absolutely. Anytime. Looking forward. Maybe we should do a little friendly wager, a little post uh, NFL team reporter wager around then. We'll talk about it.
1: We'll figure something out. (laughs) All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning into this episode of sometimes weekly sports and stuff. We've got plenty more content for you as you get ready for the Chiefs and Cardinals on Sunday down in the desert.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.